order is 255, but they gave me 197. What's up, everybody? We're definitely not a Panera. Nope. <laughs> definitely not drinking coffee. No uh, Neumann Mike this time. Darn. But good enough. <laughs> How's everybody doing? I hope everybody. We have a name now. Yeah, we know we have a name now. <laughs> All the other podcasts, you find I'm editing them. They're like, "What's our name going to be?" I'm like, "Damn right. it!" And it's what we've like first thought of. Exactly. <laughs> it's, you, it's like how most things go. You know, it's like the the first draft is is it? It's always the best one. <laughs> Although I think number four, the number the fourth mix of uh, was it Thriller? I think ended up being the mix, even oh, though they really? did like hundreds of them. Oh. They literally had tapes, like because back then you had yeah. stacks of these cassette tapes or giant reels, ninety yeah. of them stacked up, and they're like, listen to like that's number four. Like how you how many mixes did you have to do? Yeah. And then the engineer committed suicide. <laughs> Gosh. You know it's funny. Um, it's kind of random, but I saw something recently about Freddie Mercury, and there was an interview where he said, "I would have had a co-write on Thriller had I gotten my act together." I, so I guess he had co-written with Michael Jackson. And they just never finished whatever projects they were working on. Oh, weird. So I don't know, that'd be interesting. Like I'm, I'm sure there's like little demos, but they never finished anything. It'd be interesting to see a timeline where they finished stuff, where there was a world where Freddie Mercury and Michael Jackson had several collabs together. Somebody's living in that world. <laughs> it's probably. Oh, what, what was the um, the gal's name from Fringe? Olivia. Yeah, yeah. I love. I'd, have you seen Fringe? I've never seen Fringe. Oh, I, I. I love Fringe, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of glad that it's like a all encompass. It's like it's over, and it's like oh, its own world, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you gotta watch it sometime. Although it's a it's a commitment because it's a lot of seasons. Is it? Is yeah. It, like I, I had lots of friends that got into Lost, and then like I was like I should do this, and there was like a ton of seasons. It's like no, I don't wanna. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's too much now. At the time, I'd only made like my church was Heroes, mm-hmm. so that was the only thing that was like Monday nights. Yep. <laughs> like at Heroes. eight, like no one bothers Rod, and. Um, that might have been part of the reason for a breakup at the time. I'm not sure, but that that time, like no one, you either like hung, or you know, you like you just leave me alone. But uh, I didn't I'm have time. Heroes tonight, and that's right? it. I bought a TiVo specifically for Heroes because I started having to travel for work mm-hmm. at the time. I was like, and I I only had it for that. How much yeah. better nowadays we have it because like you can just log in. Like oh, I'm gonna watch this show that I missed last week. Yeah. Like I've been catching up on um, like all the the flash or whatever and uh, i think they did elseworlds so it was like a crossover between all of them so i had like eight shows i was behind on i still have i think i might have watched part of an episode of flash with vince and i it's just not as a kind of show that you can just jump into so i'm like yeah i'm, I'm sure you'd be confused completely <laughs> however the crossover is not too bad because they have to work between all the shows for that so yeah. like you like they don't have anything that's going on in that season dealing with like the crossover because you they don't they know that you can't watch or most people probably aren't watching all four friggin shows or whatever that mm-hmm. they crosses over to speaking of flash like so we actually have some topics that josh has been oh, yeah. reading throughout the week there's one of the topics is the flash movie is not happening um vince said he didn't know that it was happening. I just stay out of the DC universe. I didn't even know they were making a movie for the, Flash. The, the Ezra Miller, uh, the actor that was in the actual uh, Justice League movie, uh, they had originally given him a Flash movie. Yeah. As they were giving like everybody movies at the time, and Wonder Woman just was made first. Yeah. <laughs> um, they even had, you know, obviously the Batman's coming out, which is not going to also have Ben Affleck, if we can get to that. But yeah, the Flash, I was not a fan of the idea of having Ezra Miller as Barry Allen in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like, he was... 
he was awkward in the Justice League movie. And not that I hated awkward, I just would have rather wished he would have been like Wally or, okay. or even Bart or something. Someone who fits that exactly. persona. I don't like changing persona, which is why I think Disney's Marvel does a really, really good job because they, they might change storylines, but they get the essence of the characters pretty good. Right. It's funny you mention that because um, last night we were watching, we're like halfway through the current season of The Punisher, and I didn't realize until last night that Billy Russo is the main villain in this season, mm-hmm. is Jigsaw. Yeah. And I didn't know. <laughs> you didn't know from last time? Yeah, no, I just oh, didn't bro. keep track of it. Because I didn't actually really know Jigsaw that well. Mm-hmm. Like, after I started reading Wikipedia uh, articles about it, mm-hmm. I realized, like, oh, yeah, he's in, like, some Spider-Man stuff, too, and everything. Like, that makes sense. Although, that'd be crazy if Jigsaw showed up in, like, a Spider-Man movie. That would be sweet. Like, with, uh, like, that, the Billy Root, that Jigsaw, the mm-hmm, yeah. in space. I was actually hoping that uh, the guy that uh, D'Onofrio would, could show yeah. up as Kingpin. He had even said something in some tweet... I remember being like, it would be sad if Kingpin never fought Spider-Man. I'd be like, that would be sad. Yeah, right. <laughs> now that he's actually like a big movie like star too, like he's been in a uh, bunch of movies. Was he in Jurassic Park or something too? Or not Jurassic Park? What was he in? Uh, he was in a bunch. Of, wasn't so. wasn't he Thor in Adventures of Babysitting or something? I don't know. Was yeah, he? Like he was <laughs> Thor in like an old old movie. That's hilarious. But not like an MCU Thor, like the actual God Thor. Oh, kind of, I don't some something weird like. Someone made a meme about it. I was like, oh yeah, people had acting careers. <laughs> Before this. We're trying to see what this Flash movie was supposed to even be about. I don't think they got that far. If like, they did, nobody talked about it. They named Flashpoint as a story. As a possibility. To one being more comedic in tone. Well, but, I thought that that was even going to be more of like a Batman movie because it would be like, uh, it would include Batman's dad, obviously. Yeah. And uh, the Joker, which would be his mom. That would have been dynamic. Yeah. The, I will say, though, in the Justice League movie, the one moment that was actually kind of, like, em- emotionally poignant was uh, between Batman and the Flash. And this is coming from somebody who doesn't know much about the Flash, but when he was, like, so hesitant to be a hero, which I guess, from what you said before, is, like, antithetical to the character. Mm-hmm. Like, he was never a reluctant hero. Yeah. So in, the, in this storyline, though, when he's a reluctant hero, Batman telling him, like, just say one person. Like, mm-hmm. I felt like it was, like, actually good script writing. Yeah for once <laughs> and I would have actually like accepted that being either Bart or, or Wally but like Barry Allen is is pretty much like the DC Universe's uh, Steve like Captain America oh uh, so yeah, like, that's a completely opposite character exactly he is the one that's always good that's always just that always mm-hmm. tries to do the right thing that always has hope you know he's just like that good you'd think it would be Superman but it's not yeah. it's Barry Allen and so like <laughs> So in the DCEU, or whatever's left of it, oh, it's, yeah. that's, it's pretty much uh, Wonder Woman that's that. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, yeah. That... It's to turn into her. She, it, that's, I think that's part of the reason that that movie was so successful, other than it just being well-directed, mm-hmm. was, like, it was refreshing, because we've had, like, 15 years of, like, I don't really want to be a hero. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, like, Wonder Woman's like, make me a hero. <laughs> <laughs> I like, and I was really not a fan in the beginning of uh, Gal Gadot being. Me neither, yeah. Of uh, being her, uh, she definitely rocked it though. I mean, like she did a good job, and uh, made it her own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not the Wonder Woman I know, but yeah, I mean, it's a version I like. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I'd, I'd I'd agree with that. But yeah, so Flash movie is not happening, and I am happy about that, <laughs> even though I'm also kind of sad that the DC universe is burning down to the ground. Oh, yeah. Because I would have I would have still watched whatever extra stuff that they made if they had made another Justice League movie to finish off the dark side idea. Like, that would have... 
I would have watched that even though like it wasn't very good. It's yeah. kind of it. It makes me feel like um, you know that uh, old saying that like what was it like creativity strives in confinement or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like confinement is like the the friend of creativity or something like that. It's like when you have like like confinements. It's like we have to be really really creative and. Uh, Patty Jenkins we got to see at YouTube um, talk about Wonder Woman and somebody asked her like were you worried about like making a good Wonder Woman movie and she was like actually no that's the one thing I never understood because like literally DC has the holy trinity of superheroes Mm -hmm. Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman like tell me a year in the last 50 years that you haven't seen someone show up your a kid show up your doorstep at Halloween dressed as one of those three characters Mm -hmm. it's like how do you mess that up and it was almost like a little side jab at the other people who've made Batman and Superman movies that didn't work out. Exactly. Like, How do you mess up literally the most well-known characters on Earth? They're like, you could show up in the middle of like an Aboriginal village. Like, as long as they've had electricity for more than 10 minutes in their lifetime, they've seen one of those three characters. Yeah. So it's like, it's almost too easy, so they just kind of throw whatever at it. And then, meanwhile, uh, Marvel, because they sold off all their best characters at the beginning, they were like, well, we got to make these B-level characters great. And they took Iron Man, who I was loosely familiar with as a kid, mm. like probably the most well-known hero as an adult. <laughs> I was never a big fan of him back in the day. Uh, I remember he had like he was a kind of an awkward character. Uh, I remember even loosely following some of the cartoon that he had in the late '90s. Yeah, it just wasn't very good. Like, I don't know. He just seemed like a jerk. Yeah. But like they make him like a likable jerk now. Yeah. <laughs> Even in the comics, like, recently, like, he's been just a weirdo, so, yeah. like... It's crazy. Yeah. Have you watched the anime Iron Man? I, uh, yes. Yes, okay. I think I did. I loved that, because it was, like, um... It was kind of like if you took the Iron Man movie and then spread it across, like, eight or ten episodes. I forget how long it is. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, then you guys should get to, like, kind of experience that long, like, you know, staying in a cave for, you know, however long, weeks, months, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, it was, it was interesting. But yeah, I, I don't know, it's like, almost, even though I didn't really love the Aquaman movie, unless I'm, like, under the influence, um, <laughs> because it is a spectacle, it's awesome to Yeah, watch. you were saying that it had, like, a lot of good effects in certain areas. Effects, even the acting, if you muted it, it's great, mm-hmm. you know, like, it's just, it's like they spent all this money on all this stuff, and they didn't, they didn't, like, go back and, like, let have a good script supervisor or something like yeah because there's just stuff that contradicts itself within its own script which is fine I'm down for movies like that it just didn't present itself that way it was presenting itself as a very emotional movie mm-hmm. so the reason I bring that up though is because I feel like how Aquaman kind of has like a halfway point like he's not like a you know like a D-level character yeah but is not as well known as like Superman but so I think there's a certain level of creativity there where they're like, okay, well, we can't have Seaman, obviously. So, like, you know, let's get, like, Game of Thrones. Do you think they actually thought that through, like, when they first made Aquaman? Like, let's do Seaman. Probably. I mean... <laughs> I would think they would lean more toward, like, something that already exists. Yeah. Like, what do they used to call Aquaman? I don't know. Uh... <laughs> I don't know. And then there's whatever that other dude that's the water guy. Namor or whatever. Namor. Namor. A Submariner? Yeah. Is that the same guy? Yeah, Namor okay. is Submariner, yeah. Because I remember Submariner in the uh, arcade games, the mm-hmm. DC arcade games, and I would actually pick him because he looked looked kind of badass at the time. He's in, he's Marvel. Yeah, was that the Avengers game? 
Yeah, that must have been. <laughs> so he's not in, he's not in the DC games. Yeah, he's the cooler version <laughs> of Aquaman. Exactly. He's got wings on his feet. But that's <sighs> kind of funny. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> he can fly. And he dropped. There's a what was this? A, I forget what game it is. The Avengers game for Nintendo or for Genesis or I don't know what system it was, but Nimor drops off like power ups for you. Oh, does he in the game? Hmm. Oh, that one. I used to always play the uh, the Sega X Men game. Oh, yeah. Which was like, you were in the danger room or something. Mm-hmm. I can't remember, but it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still have it. Actually, I hacked my uh, SNES Classic and put it on there just nice. so I could play it. That and Turtles in Time. I have it on. Uh, I have the cartridge, but I also have a Retron mm-hmm. that I played through. And the Retron controllers are wireless, so the cheat, the infamous cheat code yeah. doesn't work. Oh. So I actually like went to a retro store, found an original Genesis controller just to type in that cheat code. Yeah. Because you remember that one where yeah. you can like select the levels through the panels. Mm-hmm. It's so much better. Yeah. Because then you, it, it's that nostalgia without the time commitment. Exactly. You're like, <laughs> okay, there's a couple levels in there too that get annoying. You're like, oh, I yeah. hate this level. I just remember how everything like felt like when you hit power ups. It had that like glob sounds. Like, it was so satisfying. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Genesis, uh, if you look up stuff any information on Sega Genesis online, you will realize that Genesis had the worst sound of any of the consoles. Really. Like the creating the sounds was hard for people to creating them, plus like they didn't have a lot to work with. Mm-hmm. Like bit depth or whatever it was. Um, but like that that video game actually the music doesn't annoy me. Like any yeah. other video game on the, the Genesis, like I try to play anything uh, and it's just awful. Like I, it annoys me to death. Some odd reason even Nintendo was okay with like, but the SNES like nailed it for that. I remember. Um, <laughs> French baguette. Um, I remember uh, the, it was that baseline and was it the danger rooms like bump 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 bump. Yeah, it was really cool. It's funny what sticks with you. I guess also listening to like sixty hours a week of that music. <laughs> There's like a whistling sound that goes on in that game. Like, yeah. And like it always like creeps me out because like in the you know in some level there's like bad versions of you they're like floating around whenever you hear like that little noise you know one's coming after you then mm-hmm. I'm like ooh every time I hear yeah. it like oh, it's coming after me dang it <laughs> so things just stick in your head hmm. let me move on to another topic um, I saw the other day that uh, Endgame was like gonna be three hours long and people they had already tested it on people. And they're like, people were like, oh, people were enjoying it. It's like, dude, I don't give a crap. Like, I will, I will watch a seven-hour Avengers oh, yeah. movie. Like, I will sit through it. Maybe put an intermission. That'd be fine. Um, but like, Probably. if you were to put like, you know, the last one with the new one together, I would have, I would have loved it the entire time. We mentioned that um, off cam- camera, more microphone. I don't know. <laughs> At some point, um, that like, it would be really cool to have an intermission. Like, can you imagine like watching Endgame getting to like a climactic point? intermission go mm-hmm. get snacks come back and then like finish out mm-hmm. like this i don't even say it's not even like the first uh, era like i don't know what you call this because there's the different phases but this is like bigger than the phase you know it's like what's above what, what encapsulates the first few phases yeah you know like <laughs> is it an era i don't know <laughs> well this is, is this the end of third phase I don't, aren't we it's all or? it's all what on google th- is it yeah there's a whole list that has the phases I think that this is still third phase. I don't know if they changed it, though. Yeah. I think maybe Spider-Man starts, the new Spider-Man Far From Home uh, starts the fourth phase, I think. I remember looking at that chart, like, years ago. I can't believe it's been, like, a decade of 
movies. I was honestly, because I had like a anxiety issues a few years ago. I remember like looking at like the chart and being like, I don't know if I'll live to go see oh, this right. movie. Like, <laughs> I just having, I don't know why. Like I just had a new daughter, I think at the time, and my, I don't know, my whole body went nuts just when, <laughs> like I'm gonna die. Like so, like it's not funny really, but I laughed. I laughed about it. <laughs> but yeah, it's better to laugh now than to think of how. Like, rolling it was to get through those moments. I gotta make it to the Avengers 4. <laughs> yeah, at least you had goals. I, I like, I kind of like that idea though, because it's kind of, I, I've said this before, for my adult life, it's like my Star Wars. Because mm-hmm. I think I only became like actually, um, uh, what's like knowledgeable about Star Wars in the late 90s when I was in high school mm-hmm. because of uh, the prequels. And it's not really a great place to start. Yeah, that is not a good place um, to start the Star Wars. But then, like, what, was, like, a couple years after we graduated from college, like, Iron Man came out. Mm-hmm. And so, like, for most of my adult life, it's just been that. It's just been following this journey of, like, this, like, thousands of characters. And yeah, it's been ten years. I mean, it's just celebrated yeah. ten years. So it's yeah. well, I think insane. It's, it's like it's probably 11, 11 now. Yeah. Well, I mean, Iron Man, I think, came out in 2008. Because it wasn't... We moved to L.A. in 2008, and that's where we first saw it. Like, oh, wow. L.A., so... I think it was probably May 2008. There was a cool story. Um, uh, Ryan Coogler who directed Black Panther on one of the, I think the Black Panther's special features was talking about how he remembers as a film student going to see Iron Man at a theater somewhere in LA or Hollywood and uh, Robert Downey Jr. and John Favreau showed up. Hmm. But not, like it was an unannounced thing. They just showed up and him thinking like someday that'll be me. And then he went on to direct like the most successful MCU movie. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Do they win? Uh, didn't they uh, get nominated? For they got nominated Oscar? for best picture, like yeah. a, like a non CG category, like actual best picture, thing. which is huge. One for you know Disney, for two for yeah. superhero movies or action movies, because yeah. that just does not get you know it's, it doesn't happen. <laughs> and I don't know if the rest of the world or country is like this, but there's a lot of people in LA that are arguing about it only being because it's a black film, mm-hmm. like. <laughs> you haven't seen the movie it's like it's it's great it's great movie. and also white people literally take over every other category <laughs> <laughs> I feel like though like you just know that with the Oscars though or whatever where they're like okay we're giving this because this deserves it maybe not necessarily that it's the best movie on earth mm-hmm. this year but it deserves it like that movie yeah. it does it deserves it <laughs> yeah. to be honest so. yeah at least the nomination <laughs> there's a point of this interview or or not interview but this rant that they say the the long runtime will limit the amount of screenings individual theaters are able to show in a single day because it's three and three hours long. Yeah. So it takes up like two blocks. So instead of movies. showing six sho- showings in one day, it'll only show five or something. Uh, well, they'll like movie theaters know they'll make money, but they'll also lose money too in the sense. Like, so I will not not by having the movie at their theater, mm. just in logistics, like not even like going to the point of where people are already paying mm. just ahead of time they're like oh this might be a problem <laughs> you know though like in any other movie say it would be like a war movie where it was like three hours long because I've seen movies like that that were like super long uh, war movies or whatever they know going into like having this movie at the theater like this is going to make us money in the long run yeah. so like being scared of them not like picking it up everywhere I'm I'm not scared <laughs> also yeah, this is saying like the the Hollywood model is to have as many showings as possible yeah. to increase box office potential that's true however I feel like since 
since it's so big, it's they're giving it a little bit. Yeah, more what they want to do. I mean, <laughs> Avengers has already generated so much money for them. Well, yeah, the Avengers is like the movie industry's Beyonce. They could literally <laughs> drop Endgame tomorrow, and it'll still do just as well or better if it launched in April like a schedule. That's gonna. That is. Because whenever I whenever I edit these things, I find something silly that somebody that one of us says, and I name that like that's oh. the name. Of I saw that Avengers. What was it? Uh, I just saw the post today. What was the thing? Oh gosh, uh, was it Heathcliff is yeah. more, way more, more street, street than Garfield. Than Garfield. This last true, one. <laughs> Garfield's a basic bitch, but I love him. But Heathcliff, he knows how to survive. Yeah, he, he grabs that fishbone out of the trash can every, every intro. He's a street cat. Was it Avengers is, Avengers is Disney's is, Beyonce? No, Avengers is the is the movie is the film industry's Beyonce. <laughs> right. like, literally, like they could, they because there's such a history with them, you know. Like they can also drop a movie with no promotion. <laughs> yeah, and but they could do a three hour movie, four hour movie. They could have it like you have to stay there all day. Mm-hmm. Like I think people still go see it. In the testing of the movie, uh, Anthony says that Russo says that uh, nobody left in the three hours. That the like movie, to go pee or anything? To, or? Nope. Yeah, I everyone stayed it. in their seats. So he's like, it. "That's a good sign, I guess, yeah. right?" I be- I believe it. Yeah. Because yeah, I I mean, but I would also like when a group of us went to go see Infinity War. Like we got it was like we were going to a football game or something. We got like smashed before, but even then, I probably had to pee for like three hours. I just didn't. I just didn't want to miss anything. Yeah. Also I mean, too drunk to realize. But we also um, watched that movie like six times so yeah Dang. we like, watched three three times the opening weekend like mm-hmm. every day of opening weekend i don't even know how many times we've seen it now i saw it twice so that i i would love to see it more than that but i definitely can't do that with having kids and whatnot oh, yeah, they yeah. all want to come with every single time <laughs> i can't believe this is 22 movies in the making yeah and then how many shows and episodes and stuff like my dad my dad brought me because we talked about star wars earlier my dad had showed me star wars Mm-hmm. Like uh, and so when I was probably eight or nine, yeah. and so I remember being like, "Wow, oh, it's three movies! Oh my goodness, we're gonna watch all three of these movies. Yeah. Twenty-two freaking movies." We're like, "All right, kids, <laughs> buckle down." Right? Did you go? This is the deal too, though. Like the three three Star Wars movies at a young age was kind of the same feeling. Mm-hmm. Well, in college too. Uh, my first year of college, one of my roommates brought in every Bond movie they had made it up oh, until that geez. time, which I think was probably twenty. There's a lot. I think of they're Bond probably like twenty six now. I know like those movies by heart. But like, just because of my father, we would watch them every single week. And you think about the spread in the time between Connery and even up to I think at the time, which was Brosnan. Rogers. Or I don't Brosnan. think I don't think it was the new. Uh, what's, what's the guy after Brosnan? Um, uh, like Daniel Craig. It was Craig. Daniel Craig. Yeah. So like, imagine the, the amount of time between you know Connery and Brosnan. Like, is a long time. That's like almost thirty years. Yeah. And then on top of that. We got these movies in 10. We got like 20-something movies in 10 freaking years. I remember in high school, I worked at Walmart, and uh, I, there was a huge sale, and then also you got that associate discount. Mm-hmm. And up from my, my dad loved James Bond. I guess that was his Star Wars MCU or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had a, a, a VHS box set of every film. Yeah. And I got it for him. And he was like, what do I do with this? It like takes <laughs> up its own shelf. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Um... The, uh, what is it? Oh, the uh, Super Bowl had that TV spot. I, did, I still haven't watched that. Yeah, it's super short. Like, it's very short. It has some new stuff in it. Um, there are already Avengers. people going through. It's hilarious yeah. what, how many 
stupid YouTube videos people make over this garbage. Like, this is what yeah. you missed. And what, like, no, you didn't. I am intrigued by the, the visual of Tony and uh, Nebula, Nebula together. Yeah, working on something. So, he, I mean, right away it makes me think that now he was saved by Nebula. Mm-hmm. Well, they were stranded together. Yeah, they were. Oh. At the end of the last That's movie. weird, because like, he's like talking to his helmet. And he's alone. Mm-hmm. But I, I, think, I didn't even realize that he was. There was someone else well, with cause, him. Because at the end of End, uh, Infinity War, they were on Titan yeah. together yeah, when everybody else vaporized. And it's only her and him. And so, uh, but uh, that scene that uh, you're talking about in the original trailer, I'm, I'm in my head. I'm guessing he just like went by himself to send the message to just took a moment yeah. to Pepper because they like, still have the well, the the plane from the Guardians. Yeah. Right? So and he, that's when he's talking about the fuel and everything. And, mm. So, or they don't have any fuel. Yeah. Like, but I, I'm, yeah, I'm just guessing that like, she's either maybe we're gonna see her like listening in another room or something. But you know, he's there giving, might even be more than just her there too. Yeah, yeah. it could it's not. Just, there's that that scene where she like puts his a hand on the shoulder, mm-hmm. but you can't see who it is. Yeah, and, and it all it, the, these scenes could entirely not even be in the movie. Yeah, just I, hilarious. I, I mentioned that to uh, Boston of Eight. I was like. They could also be lying to us, like they did with the entire Infinity War trailer. Mm-hmm. And they're like, but Feige said, blah, blah, blah. I was like, mm-hmm. I no. think the Russos or Feige also said that the next Avengers movie wouldn't be a mentioned in Infinity War. Yeah. Literally, like a highlight dialogue. It's like game, you know? the turning point of that movie is that dialogue Doctor Strange says. Mm-hmm. I'm so We're glad. in the end game now. I'm so glad that Doctor Strange is kind of like the linchpin. Like, he's not necessarily the biggest hero mm-hmm. in Infinity War or Endgame. But he's definitely like one of the pivotal, like components of it, and be- because before Doctor Strange came out, I remember telling Vince like, I think Doctor Strange is gonna be my favorite movie. It it, de- it not necessarily was my favorite movie, but he's one of my favorite characters in the MCU. Yeah, because I just I love that he he got his clout through humbleness. Yeah, which is like <laughs> a something very lost in lessons in society right now. But be like he ended up becoming so much more infinitely more powerful through the humbling process, you know. Yeah. And and now he's just a badass. Like, he literally can control anything. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like he's not even gotten to the point like we're assuming he's like to uh, the most like, most powerful point that he's at. Like, mm-hmm. but I feel like he's not even. He's nowhere near like comic book powerful. Like. Yeah. So. And I'm excited. Did we? I don't know if we talked about this last time, but we um since one of the last times we recorded we found out that in runaways there's a direct tie into doctor strange mm. in the current season and i went back and i was like man why didn't i notice that and i realized um so there's a deleted scene in the home videos of doctor strange that they recast someone for to so it fit in runaways so they didn't include it in the original move in this doctor strange movie because mm. i guess at some point they realized they were going to include this in runaways yeah so it makes me excited to see if these runaways characters are going to be in a future doctor strange movie now i, I would love that <laughs> i just don't see it happening i mean like they had shield and they had uh the only thing that's ever crossed over was carter i mean like she's Car- kind of oh, yeah. been in things after the fact well shield sam jackson and uh lady sif mm-hmm. uh in Coulson. In Coulson, obviously. But like, back into movies, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, not the, the other way around. Like, yeah, yeah, the movies yeah, yeah. coming, touching the TV shows, the TV shows don't ever seem to touch the movies. Without spoiling Runaways for you or anybody else hasn't seen it, the second season, what happens in it, like, really implies that to move forward with this story, they're going to have to, like, go into the film. Mm-hmm. Or at the very least, have the film come to the, the show. Because mm. it was, like... 
you see something that, like, I don't know. I'll just leave it at that. Go watch <laughs> Runaway Season 2. It's it's pretty exciting. It's People have described it as the MCU's OC, mm-hmm. and I get that, but it's not so OC that I didn't watch it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's exciting, especially because Doctor Strange is one of my favorite movies, so I don't, it's going to be it's exciting fun. to see like, how he's going to, like, how his vision, like, worked out. I feel like they really didn't use Mads Mikkelsen very well oh, in yeah, the yeah. bad guy role. I mean... I wish there would have been more to do with Dormammu or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the only thing I didn't like. That the effects were amazing. I love Benedict. Uh, I love Wong. Even and yeah. when I just I just like listening to people try to say his name, even though he they say it in the movie. You would think like people would say Caecilius because he mm-hmm. says his name in the movie. Yeah, that's how he pronounces it. Mm-hmm. But then you go listen to like YouTube videos and people are na- naming all weird it. things, like <laughs> yeah. saying it all weirdly. Like what is what's your what's your deal? Well, you know, like it's funny how much uh, you know with Batman, how much how many people and even TV shows and cartoons say Raz Al Ghul instead of Ra's Al Ghul. Yeah, that was it's, a big deal too. It's so hilarious. It's like growing up, I heard Raz Al Ghul from mm-hmm. like people saying it, so I think it's ingrained in my head. It's, it's so weird until, that people fight that too. They're like, no, it's this. And like. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> I'm the person that says no, it's Ray. <laughs> it's even funny if you watch Batman Beyond. Like just go whatever someone the goes, is that, yeah, serious. If you if you watch Batman Beyond, like at some point in time, he's like the new kid that's Batman goes, oh, is, are you Ra's Al Ghul's daughter? And she's like, actually, it's Ra's. A lot of people get uh, that wrong <laughs> in the cartoon. That's funny. Like they actually put a yeah, they put that in the cartoon, and then it's funny even if you watch Arrow because uh, they even. Uh, had talked about it when Raish was an arrow. Yeah. Um, he'd, they'd talked about, like, oh, well, we, we try to get people who know Raish to say Raish in the show, and then people that don't know Raish to say Ross. It's like, why would you do that? Yeah, <laughs> That's too because, confusing for everybody. Because it's DC, and they don't give a fuck. <laughs> More like, <laughs> crap, people said it one way, and we're going to try to say it the other way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they've definitely backed themselves in a corner. Because you, you had, like, the original Batman series that was kind of, like, campy and fun and made jokes about itself mm. and then they did the whole serious Batman so now they try to do this like new Matt Damon or whatever Batman not Matt Damon, Bat- Matt Damon. Ben Affleck I don't know they're the same people to me <laughs> Matt Damon and Ben Affleck uh, and they're just they just backed themselves in a corner so now they don't know how to portray Batman anymore yeah well that's one of the other things that we have on the list was that um, they had officially said Ben Affleck is leaving, yeah. but we're still doing uh, the Batman as the name of the movie. Well, but they haven't said anything about it, you know, or if it's going to be tied into uh, any leftover pieces of the DCEU. Yeah, Batman's one of those. He's like James Bond. He can be different people. Mm-hmm. And there was that era in the '90s where it was like Val Kilmer and yeah, he's three uh, different Keaton people. And, uh, but uh, to me, I know people had uh, criticisms of each of them, except like, but. For me, like it was fine. Like they all brought something different mm. to the table, but I, don't, I feel like they're not being as careful with it anymore. I, I did think Ben uh, Ben Stiller, uh, Ben Matt Affleck, Damon. yeah, Matt Damon. I do think Ben Affleck made a good Bruce Wayne, though. Yes, I will definitely agree with that. Um, like a good aged Bruce Wayne who's tired of everything. <laughs> I was yeah. I was kind of pissed about it because like at the beginning I was like great we're going to have Ben Affleck for this new character for the next 10 years mm-hmm. and I'm not happy with the casting but you know at the end I was like you know he was not anywhere near the worst part of that movie oh, or those like 
like the movies and i was like okay just his reactions to things in the movie mm-hmm. did you see that there was like a video that where they made fun of all of batman's reactions in uh justice league no i'll have to look it up it's freaking hilarious <laughs> there's one point where they're about to fight that last dude whatever and uh, uh something Wolf. happened yeah steppenwolf and something happens where like uh who is it? somebody like jumps in and Batman's like just like opens his mouth but it looks like a cartoon character like he looked like like a cartoon reaction mm-hmm. and uh, it made me laugh so hard I farted <laughs> <laughs> my, I had to check check later my favorite um, I think it was Batman v Superman and I didn't think of this cracked did I was watching one of their podcast things and it was such a good point um, that scene that's in all the trailers and it's in the movie too um where Wonder Woman shows up to the fight with uh, Doomsday, mm-hmm. and Superman and Batman like look at each other, and one's like, is she, "Is she with you?" I thought she was with you. So, like, if you watch the movie, spoilers, Batman literally emails Wonder Woman Gosh. to come fight with them. Mm-hmm. So when that moment happens, like this commentator on Cracked was like, "If I were her, I'd be like, God, things are so weird. Now I'm just gonna go home. Like, you emailed me to come here. Like, clearly, like, who? Like, why did they focus? They focused on all the weirdest things." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like who, how, who'd she come here with? Like, what does what that matter right now? It, you have someone who's trying to, like, destroy the world. Yeah. And you're, like, you make that as a joke. Yeah. You're, you're questioning someone also that you've met before. Yeah. Like, on several occasions. There could have been way more funnier things there. Yeah. Or something more, like, uh, in-depth. That movie was the worst. I'm sorry. It was just Anyone who loves that around. movie was just... Oh. I didn't. I don't like the Snyder, the amount of darkness that he has in all those movies too. Yeah. Like with Superman being like a kind of more a very very light and hopeful character. Yeah. Like, the worst part is that I knew what they were trying to get to yeah. or get at. I that that actually ruined it more for me because I saw where they were, where they were trying to head. Yeah, they're trying it, to get the Dark Knight Returns. It'd have been better if I left that movie. Like I don't know what they were trying for. Yeah, that's how I looked. I wouldn't have yeah. been as disappointed. Like, damn, you really failed at that. Yeah. Well, we we watched it in Tennessee with my brother. That was cool. Yeah. And mm-hmm. my brother Peter is also a huge DC fan, and Vince is a DC fan. Rod, however, only knows Wonder Woman, Spider, uh, Superman, Batman, <laughs> mm-hmm. barely. You know. And uh, we saw it, and after it was over, I like looked over at Vince and Peter. I was like, was that good? Because. I couldn't follow anything. It was like two hours of uh, Easter eggs, mm. and just a bunch of things like clobbered together. And uh, thing, I forget if it was you or Peter. Like you were talking about, like, oh yeah, this thing tied into injustice. This thing tied into this. And I was like, what's injustice? And they're like, it's a video game. Like, why did I play a fucking video game to know the plot of this movie? <laughs> <laughs> it literally looked like they lined up a bunch of things, took a bat, and just smashed it into a wall and that was what the movie was <laughs> but then i, I kind of pieces got, of what's left yeah. over <laughs> then i kind of got a little excited <laughs> though videotaped it. i kind of got a little excited because i uh actually went and sh- like checked out the injustice game mm-hmm. i was like yeah raiden's in this <laughs> so i was like is raiden gonna come to the dcu and they're like no that not that part I'm like why would they take the worst part needs to be it's too much that's how they reset the dcu like raiden comes down he's like fuck this all just kills everyone. Start ever over because he does that in Mortal Kombat, and then that, Flash is the one that t- goes back in time to save ooh, everybody. That's that's the showdown I want to see at the end of one of these the next Justice League movie. That's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. Is the Flash and Raiden having at it? Just rewrite Flashpoint and, and instead of the what is it called the the bad Flash, yellow reverse guy. Flash? Re- bad instead Flash. of reverse Flash, mm-hmm. uh, it's Raiden. 
<laughs> if anyone's seen Flashpoint, it's actually a really cool movie. That'd be a really great plot twist. That at this point, sure, that would work. It's not the worst thing in DC. It's not, it'd actually be more interesting. <laughs> the, the, the Flashpoint, that the, the cartoon that DC does, it's a movie, is very, very good. In fact, I DC it. does really good job with their like adult-ish like, cartoons. Like, there was just recently two Superman movies they mm-hmm. released mm-hmm. that got crazy good. Ratings. Most of the Batman ones are good. Um, Joke, I, I just watched Joke. Arkham Asylum the other day. Yeah. That one was really good. No. And Joke, what is it? The Killing Joke. Killing Joke. I haven't seen Killing Joke. I saw that in theaters. Actually, they did some like special thing for it yeah. and uh, it was good I liked it uh, they had like they added like a front end to it which is kind of weird okay. but besides that it's it like good. An extend the run time or something I don't know maybe to extend the run time and to act to add storyline onto it like gotcha it was part of the series yeah like the storyline it, yeah it's like they added the front end of it though they added yeah, it was something else yeah it's it is sad that like kind of like Patty Jenkins said like DC had like the holy trinity mm-hmm. they have like yep the thing that you can do anything with and you couldn't really mess up unless you didn't care. You own every single one of your characters. How on earth is there not someone in charge of keeping these characters, like, credible, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Or trying to do things in series the right way. And now it's come to, like, my sentiment about the DCEU and the the film stuff is what Homer had a joke in in a recent Simpsons episode where Gal Gadot makes, like, a cameo mm-hmm. to Simpsons, and she's like, he's like, where would I have known you from? And she's like, Fast and Furious, and she's like, what else? And he's like, I was also a Wonder Woman. You have to have seen that. And he was like, honestly, every time I see the DC logo, I just fall asleep. <laughs> and I was like, that's kind of how I feel like. like <laughs> it's tough to hear. But oh, it's so sad. Like, I like, said, like, why, why is there not someone in charge of, like, plotting this stuff out? Because, like, I feel like it... And I know it, it that uh, it's really more of like a, a money-based kind of thing with their choices. Because when, when they chose Affleck, they had straight up said like, hey, with Argo and everything else that he's done in the last year and a half, we've made this much money. He's the best choice. And I was yeah. like, that's not why you should be choosing him. Yeah. Like, like, up, like right now they talk about uh, Feige uh, is going to be choosing the next X-Men characters, uh, specifically Wolverine. And so everybody's clamoring over who's going to be the new Wolverine character. Like, Feige... I'd, I'm like scared, but like I know that he's probably gonna choose someone that I'll be all right, all right with. I I would love it to be a new face. I think I yeah. think that'd be the key. Like we just haven't seen anybody mm. before, and then when or at least not enough of yeah somebody not well. I don't know. It, it's weird because that is one thing. Even though I hate the Fox X Men, mm. the one thing they did right is some of the iconic actors like we mentioned before, like. Um, uh, Patrick Stewart yeah. and uh, Hugh Jackman stuff nailed it with like well I guess Hugh Jackman wasn't that well known before this no he wasn't in anything so, before this I knew he was I random knew. they had actually chose someone else and they yeah. couldn't make it I knew him from Swordfish he wasn't in Swordfish was after was it? nope yeah he oh, the only geez. thing he had done was Broadway he was in Oklahoma at the time he, he was in X-Men before he was in yeah he, he was in X-Men yeah. was his first X-Men movie X-Men was 2000 right or 2001 1999 was it 99? I'm pretty positive it was 99 holy crap yeah I gotta look his disc or uh, discography his uh, music I can't think of anything but music right now <laughs> uh, movie shit um, but I, I'm excited about whatever I mean I know it's probably gonna be years before we see the X-Men and MCU but like yeah at least I'm excited years. to see under the supervision um, yeah and, and how they're going to tie it in it's because all the theories right now about like how the alternate realities and stuff are going to tie all this stuff in it's going to be yeah it's whether gonna they're going to cool. change the universe somehow or something yeah some of those theories X-Men is actually 2000 Dang, yeah. yeah and Swordfish was probably 2001 or 2 um, it was in the middle of college 2001 yeah, yeah. we as old 
Like, I remember because I'd read, I don't know if it was Wizard or whatever, whatever magazines were going on in the 90s uh, that uh, they had chose someone else. And I can't remember who that guy is. They had recently actually interviewed him, the guy that was originally chosen to be Wolverine. <laughs> was it and Sabretooth? He, no. No, it's another guy. And he, uh, you look at him now and you're like, whoa, I'm glad they didn't choose him. <laughs> but uh. but um, he was actually, he's like, I'm so happy. He's like, you know, he obviously didn't do anywhere near as well as Hugh Jackman, but like yeah. in, in his career later. But like, he's like, I'm so happy he cho- they chose him because he did a really good job, basically, yeah. which is kind of a humble, cool thing for someone to say. It's, it's like the Elder Hemsworth brother. Yeah, exactly. He was he's like, Originally chosen. You got to be Thor, but I married Miley Cyrus, so mm-hmm. even. <laughs> exactly. And I like Miley Cyrus, so. <laughs> uh, it's funny because I was going to make a joke about uh, Scarlett Johansson just replacing someone, and I noticed the next thing on our list was Black Widow is going to start filming. Mm-hmm. Well, it was um, going to be originally Emily Blunt. Really? Oh, so they're just not going to attach it at all to. No, no. I mean, originally Scarlett uh, oh, Black oh. Widow was supposed to be Emily Blunt, and. Oh. Uh, John Krasinski was in the running for Captain America I heard so that would have been that. weird it would have been weird because he came off the office and everything although I guess one would have killed yeah Black I was Widow, actually though. kind of voting for her but she was tied up in Culliver's Travels at the time so that did exactly <laughs> she did that about weird I, I movie it. with Tom Hanks Tom Hanks Tom Cruise, <laughs> Tom Cruise. that was oh, yeah, really freaking awesome I've that, never um, seen it but I heard it's really kept, good like, repeating. and I can't remember the title because they proposed like four titles mm-hmm. during the campaign for that there's two separate real titles for it um uh, the Edge of Tomorrow was yeah, one of them, of and then Die Again Repeat, I think, is yeah. the other title. And then it was like, No Daylight Tomorrow was like the campaign or something like that. Yeah, it was I, I'm so getting that weird. wrong. Someone correct me in the comments or whatever is on this. Um, I heard it was good, though. I played, yeah. Oh, you didn't see it? I haven't seen it, no. There's so many things I haven't seen, Rod. I have children. <laughs> Just keep that in mind, all you. Yeah, <laughs> keep no, that in mind. Don't watch really. any more nerd movies if you have children. Yeah. Well, it's funny because uh, we talk about when we watch Netflix series, we tell Josh if they're like kids safe. Oh, yeah. So like, uh, or even movies. I remember when we saw like the first or second Captain America, the second Captain America movie. Mm. I think it was the first. I can't remember. I was like, Josh, take the kids. Literally, he like there's nothing. There's like impl- implications or stuff. But besides some like gun violence and stuff, it's 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 pretty clear. And then we're like, don't watch Jessica Jones in front of children. <laughs> exactly. Like not even the intro, or anything. Like there's too many. <laughs> I well, really, I'd even asked you guys because my wife isn't a big fan of like sexuality and stuff mm-hmm. and, and and TV shows, and so like you were like, no, no, Jessica Jones is fine. Oh, and it was, I didn't like, say for that. The first, like, that was probably episodes. me. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was you. <laughs> I was like, okay, Angie, sorry. <laughs> what? Oh, I had to apologize to her for that one. <laughs> that was so in the current in season two, I think, of Punisher is what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. There's an episode that I will say is so funny because Vince and I were watching it, and there's a scene. Was it Punisher? think where he he would just say something sad and yeah, then they and then they'd have sex and then he'd say something yeah it was it's it's with the new girlfriend so he he'd literally just say something like my wife and kids died and then it cut away to a sex scene <laughs> and then he'd come back and they're sitting there talking again the music the music bed is still going and then and he's like and that's when my best friend betrayed me and then they go back to sex and and uh, <laughs> i remember looking at vince I'm like wouldn't it be funny if this was like 20 minutes they just cutting back and forth and vince was like saying something sad and then having sex like yeah <laughs> and then it went on for like another six minutes so it like just kept happening you guys should do a video about it, it was hilarious <laughs> it was it was really funny because it was like i don't know who made that decision because it <laughs> it was like the point was made and then three more times to where it was comedic because it was like oh because he's he's you know, he's in that emotional state where, like, just that physical intimacy is, like, kind of, like, putting a Band-Aid on it for ten minutes. But it was literally, like, ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they really, like, push 
this Black Widow movie to the edge, though. Like, push the envelope on this one. Well, they're wanting to... Like, there's no obviously a group of people that want everything to be rated R. I would love to be rated R. I think it would be good with her, but not all characters. That would just make as much sense. Because she's an assassin, so it would make sense. And what better than to see her really in action, you know? Because, like, we kind of seen it. Would it be an origin movie, or...? I'm not sure if it's an origin movie or not. I, I mean, they kind of touched a little bit. Don't really have a the possible tone stuff. or even. You'd be great. Um, like what in the manner of this movie will be? Remember, they've already started filming it. Remember a couple. Interesting. Of, so I guess they have something. Remember a couple years ago when SNL did like the parody trailer for a, a Black Widow movie, mm-hmm. and Scarlett Johansson was the guest on it. Oh, it was basically wow. Sex in the City. Yeah. But. With Ultron like, being like her love interest, wasn't it? Something, something like that, yeah. And then somehow like Meryl Streep's character from Devil's Pradas, like her boss or something. <laughs> and, and I was like, uh, you know, it's a joke, but I kind of see that happening. Yeah. Because remember the tagline, it's like, Marvel, we know what girls like too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, I don't I don't know what did they get into, but if they... I, you know, I wonder what if like the success of Wonder Woman kind of like helped signal that. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, we could really show... You know, some some strong women like cutting throats. Yeah, it'll be cool. You know. Well, I don't understand why they don't. It, it, to being being a nerd like and knowing full well that they've had like super strong women in the past, like like you think look at aliens. You know, yeah. like like where we've we've had this for how many years now? And like everybody, every any dude that I know like that loves mm-hmm. these kind of movies are like, dude, that she's badass. Yeah. Eon <laughs> Flux. Yeah. Like, yeah. Ultraviolet. Uh, We're gonna bring Charlize Theron into the MCU. She, I don't know if I'm completely for that. Really? Yeah. I, I love her. <laughs> she was what in the? What she was in uh, Hancock? Remember? I didn't see Hancock. Yeah. It I had saw its the, I saw funny the, parts. I saw but... the trailer. I was like, I've seen this Will Smith movie before. <laughs> <laughs> it had some funny parts. It definitely did, yeah. and it could have been a lot better, but it was not amazing. Um, what did it feel like? The the trailer made it feel like the dating movie that Will Smith was in with uh, Hitch yeah except with superpowers no he's like sad most of the time he doesn't he barely yeah. talks gotcha. he's super depressed yeah sounds great guys kind of so, good pitch and it came out around the time of I Am Legend so it's like wait a minute are these uh, yeah. the same two movies right like at one point plus Will, I Robot at one point like Will Smith was like The Rock we're like how did you physically film this many films this year <laughs> seriously we had the theory about The Rock, like he just shows up on a green screen, does a bunch of like key phrases, and they just put him into movies. <laughs> they just put a bunch of dots on him. They're like, yeah. all right, we've got your likeness. We can computer animate everything else. Dude. <laughs> it's kind of a joke, but kind of. Yeah, it's true. Wow. Like, um, I hope the next uh, Star Wars, we don't see too much Carrie Fisher. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I wonder, it's man. So weird. Because like, honestly, I'm not sure if I'm going to see that next Star Wars. Like, oh, really? Because of how much I despised The Last Jedi. And not for like the you know, jerky idiot reasons. Like, yeah. those are just so many. I, I was like, they, Abrams set so much stuff up. And then, like, I felt like the other guy just took a dump on everything. So, I don't have like a violent, like, anti opinion to that. Because I know a lot of people don't like it. So, mm-hmm. I'm not one of those, like, oh, you should have liked it. I just genuinely liked it. And when we got out of the movie, I was like, oh, instant classic. Like, I loved it. Um, and I actually kind of liked it that they subverted all the things from the first one, but at the same time, the the next one could also subvert everything. It's like the Matrix. Remember how like the second one subverted all the first ones, and then the third one kind of like wrapped it up. And the other two, like, the two ones after the original one were absolutely awful. <laughs> yes. But see, philosophically though, it was airtight. Like, <laughs> like I, I, it, it got it kind of right. Like the idea of the construct of like uh, 
the architect of there having to be an anomaly and stuff. Like, it, it all worked, regardless of what you thought of the movie. Mm-hmm. I do remember, though, because we were both in college when that second one came out, the second and third one came out. Yeah. When the second one came out, we all looked, they were like, Morpheus gave up. What? Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah. but yeah, the, um, what were we talking about? Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> With Last Jedi, I, I, I know this really, it, I know it hurt, like, a lot of, like, Star Wars fanboys and then, like, super, yeah. super religious people, but I love that it ended with the uh, sentiment that anyone could be a Jedi and it's not a special thing um, it's just it was kind of like a control from the elite but that was antithetical to like everything even in the movies like it just doesn't make, doesn't make any sense and like my brother-in-law like yeah. he was one of those dudes that read every single yeah. Star Wars book ever and he was just like he was destroyed by that movie but not just that movie he didn't yeah. like the first one either Yeah. like when they killed off Han Spoilers. Yeah. Han dies. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I wasn't so upset about that. I mean, and Ab- I guess Abrams is doing the third one, too, now. Oh, good. I mean, I'm, they, I'm, I, mean I, I don't know. I, I dug it, but at the same time, like, I don't have that strong of feelings about it. So it's, it's I, I can imagine the feeling, because we've established well into the first couple episodes how much I dislike the Fox X-Men storm mm, and all that stuff. Yeah. So I can, I can empathize with it. It's just this particular sense. I don't feel it mm-hmm. but I feel like there's a lot of like you know jerkiness for reasoning why like mm-hmm. they didn't like the movies but um I don't think it has much to do with that crap but that I didn't like it yeah it's just oof. I wonder if they're gonna make a Nova movie oh, I would I would so love would love a Nova movie I know it's kind of out of left field right now but I thought that they were going to um I was thinking about the phases again. Yeah. And you're right. Captain Marvel is the end of phase three. Okay. Oh. Avengers. Endgame. Is Endgame. Yeah. Is Endgame Captain Marvel, the end. then Endgame. Yeah. And then Spider Man Spider-Man starts the first. Yeah. Well, like, Would, when I'm they were doing. About Mysterio, sorry. No, Mysterio, no. I'm really excited about. That's always. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. The new Spider Man Academy? Oh, I was going to say for uh, Nova. Yeah. Uh, when they had originally done the Guardians movie and they talked about having the Nova Corps in it, yeah. I was like, super was excited. so excited. I was like, well, who, who are they going to have uh, Nova writer so, as Nova? writer. And I was like, who could be awesome? And um, uh, Nathan Fillion would have been freaking amazing oh, yeah. as Richard Ryder. Like, huh. they chose him later to be in. I wonder uh, what timeline. What was that? Uh, Ryder's the original Nova, not yeah. the new one, Alexander. Uh, but uh, my kid loves all those comics, by the way. The, the yeah. new Nova ones. They, that's what I got her on and originally. Spider-Man, too. Mm-hmm. Nova and Spider-Man. That cartoon's pretty good. Oh, yeah. Um, but for what we are going at originally, the... Nova movie. The Nova movies, like, with uh, with Fillion. Fillion was supposed to be in some, like, movie theater pictures or something of... What was that movie? Gosh, it, was, it might have been Civil War. One of these last... Not too long ago, one of the Marvel movies, uh, Nathan Fillion was in like posters outside of like a movie theater as Simon uh, Wonder Wonder Man. Oh, like he was that character. Interesting. Like he was kind of chosen. Like, ooh, look, it's an Easter egg. And then they completely wiped it from that movie. <laughs> like it was. It was not even like a deleted scene. It They're was like, weird. Nah. It, I don't know. Maybe it was Guardians Two. It might have been Guardian. It might have been Guardians Two. He was supposed because he's friends with uh, James Gunn. That's that probably makes it. Sense. So he, they even had pictures online of these movie posters. It could have also just been a Marvel left field thing too, where they were like, "Made watch, we'll we'll throw this out yeah. here and see if somebody <laughs> runs with it." So you know, obviously, there's a million YouTube videos like Wonder Man is Nathan Fillion is Wonder Man. Like it's gonna be amazing, you know? Yeah. 
don't know, at this point, especially with what the MCU's done with like Brie Larson and stuff, I would love to see like lesser known actors like take the helms of these big, like even Chris Evans, man. Mm. Like we mentioned this before about not another team movie to Captain America, but like man, they just prove like if you have the right casting, anybody can be these characters, you mm-hmm. know. Which is why I don't like DC's normal. Oh yeah. Like, Who's the biggest actor right now? Sure. Ben Affleck, get him. Yeah. Well, which is Matt funny, Damon. Which is funny because I don't. Matt Damon. I didn't necessarily feel like Ben Affleck was like the biggest at the time either. Like they're going for like the highest. There know. was he had done so well in Argo yeah. and all this other stuff, which yeah. he's a great writer and I, I think he's a great actor. I love mm. Ben Affleck, but I just at the time I was not seeing him as Batman. Which again, like after seeing him as Batman, especially in the Justice League movie, it was not the worst part of that movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it changed things a little bit. Yeah. I wish um, there was in some clever way to have him be Bruce Wayne and someone else be Batman. <laughs> you know, because because like he did he made a really good Bruce Wayne, like an old Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> kind of how I felt about Tobey Maguire's Spider Man. Even though I those movies, I am still like he's still yeah. my favorite Spider Man. Like he was oh, really? amazing Peter for me. But like as soon as he was in the suit, like he wasn't really Spider Man to me anymore. Like those the Raimi Spider Man movies were great to me until the MCU came along. And then it was garbage. Like, it was weird. It's like, you know, it's like when you get out of your hometown and you're like, oh, look at this world. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> um, I, it's, I don't know. It was it was cool as a fond memory. It's like snow. That's mm-hmm. a good example. Like, I will be happy if I never see snow again in person in my real life. Mm-hmm. But I love that it was a memory in my childhood. And so, like, <laughs> now that you're in L.A., no more snow. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, right now, mm-hmm. they're threatening, like, low 40s, maybe high 30s temperatures tonight. I'm freaking out. Like, like, this is what I moved away from. I'm like... But, but the yeah the original Spider-Man movies even the third one as bad as it was mm-hmm. was still fine at the time the second one like blew my mind I the second the one is still one. my favorite but then Homecoming came along like yeah I mean like I love Holland as, as Spider-Man yeah. if you get me wrong like he is probably he has got the best of everything but mm-hmm. I wish he could live in the universe from the first one <laughs> to be honest because I love it no Aunt May being young annoys the crap out of me him having a talking suit annoys the crap out of me like, I'm sure that they seem to kind of, like, ignore that now, and I think they'll probably still to continue to ignore the talking suit thing in the future, but... I don't know, because I think the talking suit, the, the two things that kind of made sense to me about it was, A, if Tony Stark made it, then it's kind of like a gift. He's kind of like his thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then the second thing is, like, it was a clever way to let him talk to himself yeah. without making him seem crazy. You know, because, like, in the comics, you know, he's he always, always narrating himself, everything. Yeah. So now he's, like, narrating stuff, but at least it's just something. That makes sense. But I, I kind of get that, like... All that being said, though, I didn't want it to be, but Into the Spider-Verse is probably my favorite Spider-Man movie ever. It is good. I, I was like, I want to go into this being like, uh, it's fine because it's Sony, and I want to love Homecoming more, but man, Into the Spider-Verse was so good. Like, they just got it. I weirded out by, like... Just origi- it was an original story. Yeah. That's what made it great. And it made, it made me mad, too, a little bit at myself because it was done by Sony, which... Mm-hmm historically seems to be doing not very much better than Fox yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, you know, with the characters or whatever trying to make money out of them but they're well, still trying to figure it out too they're doing yeah. good making money they're not yeah, doing great true. at pleasing the fans that's what I'm cause, saying because Venom is killing yeah even though it's not that great that being said the vibe that it is I still enjoy it but not for the reasons of not for it being good yeah like they would not have called it Venom and it'd been like sticky black character thing. <laughs> like everyone would have been like, Oh, it's a pretty good movie. Yeah. Right? For what it is. <laughs> well, I mean, also that being said though, like I felt like this was Venom. Like, um, I remember like reading Venom comics and stuff, that mm. sarcastic tone. When it happened on screen, I was like, That fit mm. what I thought. 
the only weird thing was no Spider-Man. Yeah, that's and, what I'm... <laughs> um, Even though in the, you know, people are, like to argue that, like, okay, he hasn't been a part of, like, Spider-Man for a very long time now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, I get that, but, like, this is where he came from. This is his origin. This is why he has yeah. the spider on the front of him. Like, that's why he, who yeah. he is, who he is, is because of Spider-Man, like... And that, that was a clever way they got rid yeah. of the, the spider logo, was mm-hmm. they just had the white veins. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even miss it until afterwards when I paid attention. I was like, oh, yeah. Mm. They did that. But I, the, the only disappointment with uh, Venom was uh, the censored violence, which seemed really weird to me. Yeah. It's almost like... It's like... Venom. Yeah, like... It's supposed to be that way. It's kind of like if you go see, like, a Saw movie, and then they're like, oh, we made a PG-13. I'm like, Why? <laughs> We know what we're getting into. That's exactly. like that's like. Well, Deadpool actually did it right, but they did it right after, like it, by making a PG thirteen after they did the R. Like Deadpool, yeah. I'd, but if they did that first and then tried to do the R, I don't think it would have been as successful. It definitely wouldn't have hit off as well. Yeah. well I think once upon a Deadpool was mainly because they would have had to make a censored version anyway for like TV and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was the way to do it, though. Yeah, make fun of itself. Yeah, exactly. You know, it makes sense, though, because Venom was co-produced by Tencent, which I think is a Chinese company. Yeah. That in social media, they're typically involved with gaming and, like, social mm-hmm. media stuff. Um, and not that it's the same as Japan, but kind of that, like, Asian businessman thinking. They were probably... We were, the video I showed Vince last night about anime, they were talking about how sometimes anime is rushed for broadcast, but then fixed by it before, like, archival or something. And then there's one series that's so violent, there's just straight-up black bars and slashes <laughs> across the, 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 the screen, so you almost can't even see stuff. Like, like half of the screen will be blacked they out. They edited it so hard. Yeah. And they said you almost can't tell what's happening. Sometimes you can't even tell what's happening in this, in this thing, and they were like... The uh, animators or the companies try to think of it as little ads for the home release. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if they took this similar effect for Venom. They're like, well, we get a higher box office because we have PG-13 rating, and also it's all kind of every time they cut away from Venom snapping a head off, it's a little ad for like that DVD release. Yeah, well, it's already. I mean, that went to DVD fast. Like that movie was like almost as fast as the <laughs> the movie from Justin to Kelly. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> it went from like in the theaters. To a month and a half later on the shelves. <laughs> but like, I don't know about it wasn't Venom, that. but like it was probably two and a half months and it was on the shelves. Because when did Venom actually come out? Because it came on home release in the middle of January. I don't know. Google, our newest uh, our newest host, Google Assistant, will tell us. Right. I'm, 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 I'm on the Panera Wi-Fi and it's super slow. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so okay. Uh, opening day for Venom. Uh, when did it open? Opening date, maybe October seventh. So October, November. Oh. So about like three months. Maybe? Yeah, so it's still kind of close though. A Venom DVD release date. December eighteenth. Oh wow, December. Yeah. Okay. I guess they. Yeah, they I guess you probably. I mean, you know, I wonder if that was for the holiday. Two. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm sure they wanted to get it before Christmas, but. The, the, <laughs> I'm gonna try not to out something. So. <laughs> We, we work in YouTube stuff a lot, so one of our YouTube friends, or actually several YouTube, so I can't, I don't even have to individualize this, several YouTube friends got offers to do brand deals with the Venom movie, and the funny thing is, to paraphrase, to not break any NDAs, the only requirement that Sony gave to any creators doing the brand deal was that it cannot be about, be about how bad the movie is. <laughs> it was the only requirement they gave every creator for the brand deals. The video just could not be about how bad the movie was. You know what I would do? 
I would, uh, you know, because kids are freaking crazy with slime nowadays in those stupid videos, like, you know, making glue slime or whatever it is, like Gak. I would have done, like, Venom Gak, and that would have been it. Ooh. Actually, there it's was not a bad idea. Someone did a thing where they sculpted Venom's head out of the magnetic, um, like, ball bearings. Oh, that's cool. And then oh. took magnetic slime and built, like, mm. his head. If you haven't seen that yet, go look it up. It's like Venom Magnetic Slime or something. I'm going to watch that. It's now. really cool because it, it looks like Venom because it adheres to the magnetic beads because mm -hmm. of how magnetized it is. But it's still slime, so it's still oozing, and it looks very real. Mm -hmm. so they used black and uh, white and silver slime, I think. They gave him teeth. It's, it was wild. That's crazy. But that, that's kind of like that, except it wasn't necessarily gag. We coming up in an hour? Yeah. So on that note... Join us next time for whatever else is on this list that we didn't get to. Exactly. And I'm excited to talk about Phase 4 and maybe our predictions for what movies will be in Phase 4. Oh, there's so many people, and there's already people making tons of videos on that stuff, too. I'm looking at this thing now, like the next Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, that's uh, definitely at least. Ooh, so a little, little hint, a little a teaser for... Illuminati? Yeah, that's already... little teaser no, for Eternals. everybody. Little teaser for everybody that made it to the end of this podcast. We'll name the next podcast like a really like obviously fake theory for the <laughs> phase four, and uh, try to play it up as true as possible <laughs> at the beginning. We'll, we'll clickbait the crap out of this podcast, but uh, you'll know because you this all person's the way. gonna be Wolverine, right? You listened all the way. <laughs> So, listen, we'll, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Yeah, Matt Damon's Wolverine. That's going to be the next <laughs> podcast, so stay tuned. <laughs> um, so, uh, if you don't know already, Vince and I have a band called RKVC. You can find us on all the music platforms. Also, our YouTube channel. If you search RKVC, you'll see two guys in red shirts, black vests. And Josh has uh, a band's life. A band's life, which I interview bands about how they're surviving the music industry. And my kids have Nerd Schmerd, where they just talk about nerdy stuff, kind of like this, only with, you know, two... Like a 10-year-old and a 12-year-old <laughs> doing it. <laughs> and sometimes an infant. It's true, and sometimes the baby. So thanks for joining us. Thanks, uh, guys. Leave good ratings, I guess. I don't know how podcasts work. Yeah, they do the ratings sometimes on Apple. Yeah. Sweet, and do Apple that. Ratings. Uh, yeah. do up on your, sign up on your uh, favorite podcast app. Yeah. Like Stitcher. And if you're listening to this later on, comment on some things you'd like us to discuss. That's true. Like That's probably the best thing you could do for, like, little podcasts like us is like give us feedback like, mm -hmm. what, were you bored did you want to here's to talk about something else huh? would you like that a generated podcast with by your comments mm -hmm. or like just... I know we keep talking about video like we should do video or something but yeah. that's that's gonna be a lot of work but if like if everybody really wants that maybe we could put in the work I don't know or we could just do nerd ASMR where we just say <laughs> MCU character's name in a really soothing voice Venom <laughs> no, that doesn't work <laughs> pastrami wait that's me Mm. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye.